I'm a covenant man Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Committed to Him in everything I do believe He'll come again And I know one thing I'm gonna do till then Is learn to live in the blessing of Abraham Hello everybody everywhere, praise God and glory to God, it's another wonderful, wonderful day. I'm David Weeder, this is my wife Lynn Weeder, and you have tuned in to the Covenant Living Broadcast. Why that name? Because everything in a Christian's life should be based solidly on the word of the living God, which is covenant backed in blood. That's why you can base your life on it. Hey, praise God. And that's a whole different teaching. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start off with a word of prayer, and then we're going to get into some, some uh, interesting things. Father, we thank you very much for another opportunity to come before the people and share principles, laws, operational tactics of the kingdom of God to bring people the word and give the, the Holy Spirit an opportunity to unveil and unwrap the mysteries of the word of God in people's lives, to bring understanding, to bring light, which will ultimately bring victory. Spirit, soul, body, financially, Socially, in every area of the human existence, you, sir, have provided life and life more abundantly. And we're so grateful and we're so honored and we thank you for it in the name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got that? You got that <laughs> cup brood? We'll bring it on in. Pull the chair up and let's get into the word of God. Now, I'm going to don't hold on to your seat because I'm going to make a couple very bold statements right off the bat, and then we are going to look into the Word and see what they have to say. Fear, listen to me, fear is sin. I didn't stutter. I didn't beat around the bush. I didn't him, ha. Fear is sin. A Christian has absolutely no reason to have it as a part of their life. Now, turn with me over to Romans chapter 14, and let's look at this. Romans chapter 14 and verse 23 and he that doubts is damned if he eats. If you go back up, he's talking about, uh, you know, these people are eating, these people aren't, these people are having meat, these people are only eating vegetables, you know, you know, whatever, okay. But here's the bottom line of it. And he that doubts is damned if he eat because he eats not of faith for whatsoever, anything, whatsoever is not of 
faith is sin. Now, you can't be in fear and faith at the same time. Doesn't work. They're diametrically opposed opposites. Where fear begins, faith ends. Faith ends. Technically, <laughs> that's using words the way we understand them. It's the same force. Where, where fear begins just simply means that the force that we're talking about is directed in the direction of something that Satan's doing or something that Satan has said. Faith, what we, what we name and call faith, means that the force is moving in the direction of God and the things of the kingdom of God, okay? But everybody understands faith and fears. So that's the way we're going to, even though it's the same force, that's the way we're going to refer to them because the people understand the direction mm -hmm. component of it that way. Whatsoever... Anything that is not of faith is sin. So therefore, fear is sin. You've got no right to participate in fear any more than you would murder or adultery. It's, it, it deserves no part in your life. Now, go ahead. Something that a lot of people don't get, though, on that aspect is fear isn't just like a phobia of spiders mm -hmm. or a phobia of snakes. Worry is fear. Now, see, now there you I'm go. Jumping jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead of things. Well, but I'm making sure people understand they're not just sitting here listening going, well, I don't have any phobias. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. I don't need to pay attention. Yeah. And... We're not talking about controlling fear here and there and the other. You know, you can get you, like a, a rodeo guy, you get a bull rider or something like that. He can control fear where that riding that bull is concerned. Get on that thing. I'm not necessarily interested in that at this point. Mm. Well, I don't know. It might be a little fun. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets in his truck and he's headed to the next rodeo. He's worried the whole way there. I mean, he hadn't been home in months. Is his wife cheating on him? I mean, I haven't, I haven't done too good riding here lately. I, I, the, the finances are down. I mean, he's worrying. He's afraid the whole trip. Fear is working. Fear is working. Fear is working. He's controlled it in this one little area through training and, and, and practice. Mm. But it's still functioning in his life. The reason we're bringing these things up is because fear, you know, most Christians treat it pretty lightly. Matter of fact, they even justify it a lot, particularly where children are concerned. Well, you got to have fear because, you know, otherwise the kids are going to run out there in the road in front of the vehicle. No, it's not true. Well, on the other end of that is, well, if I didn't worry about them, I wouldn't love them. Now, see, now you're all the way down here. I know, but again, this is we'll get into some details in just a minute. Absolutely. But we've got to Absolutely. make sure you understand this is not just those big fears. Yeah. Every, and we've heard people say those exact words. I, 
you know, worry just means you love somebody. No, it just means you're killing yourself slowly. <laughs> That's just what's what it means. Fear is, fear is working in your life. Death is working in your life. And if death is working in your life, it's going to shorten your life one way or another, and it's going to make you miserable in the process. So anyway, here we go. Okay. Um, they, they justify it. They, they think it's a way to love people, and so they minimal, min, 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 minimize. minimize the importance of it. You've got to get it out of your life, and we're about to look why. What does God have to say about fear? You know, that's what we base our lives on is the word, right? So that's what we've got to go look at for our gold standard. If you want to, look, you're in the wrong place. You're watching the wrong broadcast. If you want to base your life on something other than the word, because that's all we're interested in. I mean, you can base it on philosophy. You can base it on theory. You can base it on, well, I don't, I don't think it ought to work that way. <laughs> okay, but it's going to work that way. Uh, it doesn't matter what you think, uh, quite honestly, <laughs> the way it is. So, um, if you're interested in basing your life on the word and depending upon this word, then you're in the right place. Keep enjoying that cup of coffee and, <laughs> and turn over here to John chapter 14. Now see, I had my marker. On. Okay, John chapter 14, verse one. It says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Let not. Now, that means you have some control over You may not be an English teacher, but let me give you a hint here. The understood subject there is you. <laughs> you let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. Now look on over. Oh, let's see, where are we going to start here? You just keep backing up and backing up and backing <laughs> up. Okay, verse 21. He that has my commandments and keeps them. He it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and we and will manifest myself to him. Whew, man, that's a, wow. Judas said unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself to us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words. So there Jesus is inter, he's, he's interchanging between commandments and words. He will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. That word abode means to stay in place, to live, to abide, to stay there, take up habitation. Um, that's what I want in my life is God to take up habitation with me. All right. Verse 24. He that loves me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. So everything Jesus spoke was the word of God. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And what I've said unto you is my Father's will because my words are not mine. They're the Father's words. And that's the words that I'm speaking to you. Peace 
this is what he's saying. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Now that is the word of God, the words of Jesus, the words of the Holy Spirit, all three of them tied right up in this verse telling you, do not be afraid. Not only, not only telling you do not, don't let yourself. It doesn't matter what comes. Don't allow yourself to be afraid. Trust in the word of God that said his peace. Jesus' personal peace. My peace. The peace that allowed him to sleep in the middle of that storm. My peace I leave with you. Oh, glory to God. Don't let yourself be afraid. Jesus wouldn't have said it if he didn't mean it. And he wouldn't have said it if you weren't able to keep yourself from doing it. You know, to say, okay, don't let yourself touch the ground right now. Well, that's not in my capability right now. Mm -hmm. But, okay, don't let this paper fall to the ground. That's in my capability right now. And if words mean anything, Jesus said my commandments and my words. And his words, which are his commandments, said, don't let yourself be afraid. It is a commandment. Just as sure as thou shalt not kill, just as sure as thou shalt not have any other gods before me, just as sure as thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not be afraid. <laughs> Don't let yourself be afraid. Well, I just can't help it. That is a lie, sweetheart. He would be an unjust God to tell you to not do something if it was impossible mm -hmm. for you not to do it. And he's not an unjust God. He's a loving God. Let me tell you what, this is way, way far in advance, but let me show you why he doesn't want you to be afraid. Turn over to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. It's not that he's being hard. It's not that he's saying, my God, don't be afraid. But I can't help it. I know you can't help it, but do it anyway. No, 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 no. That's not it at all. Look, look here in, in 1 John chapter 4 in verse 18. There is no fear in love. God is love. There is no fear in love, but perfect love, well, that would be God himself. There is no more perfect love than love himself. Cast out fear because, okay, so this is why. This is why he's flushing out the fear. Because fear hath torment. And he's a loving father. He doesn't want his children tormented, worried, concerned, afraid. No, love doesn't want that for you but you are the one that has to see to it. Now, he gives you all the tools you need. We're gonna go through those. He gives you all the tools you need, but you're the one that's gotta make the stand and make sure that you let not your heart be troubled. Okay, all right, go back over. Let's see. Let's go ahead now. I got, I got swords everywhere here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's go now over to, we're, we're still seeing about how serious this is because most people don't think it is, so we're gonna 
reinforce this a little bit, go over to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4. 37. Uh, yep. Go ahead. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and sea obey him? Okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm not judging. I'm, I'm, I'm not judging. We've here. all done. We've all done it. We've all done it. But <laughs> why, why are you so fearful? Where is your faith? So we're going to oh, be more yes. afraid. <laughs> We've all done that. Don't, 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 don't act like you weren't. Don't, 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 don't even act like it. But this goes back to the perfect love casts out fear. If they had known how much he loved them. Well, yeah. I mean, that was what they said was actually literally almost blasphemous because, they said, I mean. Don't you care? Exactly. He, he, he just, oh, Lord. <laughs> Not only that, he just got done talking to him and he, he told him over here in the, um, uh, the sower, the parable of the sower sows the words. He talked to him about cares. He said, don't do it. It makes the word of God no effect. Don't you care? Well, I mean, he could have got up and said, no, I don't care. <laughs> I have no care. But anyway, all kidding aside, now look, this was a life and death situation. Now, now look at that. There arose, verse 37, there arose a great storm. The wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. The ship was full. It, we're going down, okay? This was a life and death situation. And yet the master himself said, don't be afraid. Huh? <laughs> a life and death. This water, you understand, Jesus? Uh, I can't breathe water. <laughs> <laughs> breathe the water means we die, okay? No, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. That's how serious Jesus takes it. Now, let's look over even just one chapter later. One chapter later, uh, the the woman that had used to have the issue of blood <laughs> has just been healed. In the middle of all of that, well, actually, she came in the middle of all of that. Jairus came to Jesus, fell down. His daughter was at the point of death. Come help me. Jesus started just walking towards Jairus' house. Was, okay, here we go. Faith stopped him in the woman that needed healing and deliverance from the issue of blood. So faith stopped him. Jesus, you see, there's no rush. Why? Because resurrection himself is standing there. So faith stopped him. Faith got the woman healed of the issue of blood. And now we're ready to continue to Jairus' house. But before he could do that, in verse 35, while he yet spoke, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest thou the master any further? Now, over here, a chapter before, it was just the threat of death. Mm -hmm. 
you know, the boat is sinking, we about to die. Now, death has happened. Thy daughter is dead. You know, as a father, as a parent, naturally speaking, I, 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 I don't know of many more words that would cause more fear than those words. Thy daughter is dead. But Jesus, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. In essence, he said, stop the fear, have faith. <laughs> That's our Jesus said that. Now here you see the two, the two opposites. You got fear, you got faith. Had to stop the fear because his daughter would stay dead. Have to stop the fear. Have faith that she shall live. Oh. Now here we got a potential life and death situation. Here we got death. But in both cases, Jesus said, don't be afraid. That's how serious fear is. Jesus didn't cut any slack. He didn't go, oh, 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 it's okay. It's, it's, I know you heard those words and you just can't help be afraid. No, no, he didn't say that. Love can't say that if, if you want the torment out. You hear me? Love cannot pat fear because it wants the torment out. You've got to take a stand. You let not your heart be afraid. Glory to God. It's that serious. It is exactly that serious. Now, one last point on this, just to show you. Go to Revelation, the book of Revelation. Well, a little fear is okay, right? I mean, you know, we'll just mix in a little bit because, you know, you got to, you, you teach, the, you know, you got you to keep the kids out of the street and, you know, you got to worry about your kids because that shows them, shows them that you love them. In Revelation chapter 21, Revelation chapter 21, and let's look in, down here in verse 7. He that overcometh shall inherit all things. Um, I'll give you a hint. You want to be an overcomer. <laughs> <laughs> he that overcometh inheriteth all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. But the fearful, uh-oh, first one listed, golly. But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters, liars, shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Look at the company that fear keeps. Well, you know, a little bit of fear is okay. <laughs> you know, it sounds pretty good until you uh, put another one of these com companions in there. Well, you know, a little bit of whoring around won't hurt nothing. <laughs> 
your wife is probably going to have an issue with that. I was guessing. A little bit of murder. A little bit of murder, you know. They probably needed killing anyway. No, you see how ridiculous that is? No, not even a little bit of fear. Yeah, you can keep the kids out of the street without fear. Teach them. It takes more time. It takes a, it lot, takes more a lot more time. It takes a lot more effort. But just teach them. Look, um, th that's a big car. It takes it a while to get stopped, and you don't want to be out there in front of it. So don't run out in front of the street. Well, what are we supposed to do? Go to Philippians chapter 4. Go ahead. Verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good, report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Let me just read the Amplified here because that's what it does is amplify. In verse 6, do not fret or have any anxiety about, about anything. anything. <laughs> It's just, <clears throat> it doesn't get more clear than that. Don't fret or have anxiety about anything. You got it? Good. Because we're out of time. <laughs> hey, don't go anywhere, though. We've got an important message we want to talk to you about, and then uh, Lynn and I will be back in just a few minutes. DavidWeeder.org. Discover the calling and mission of our ministry. Get to know us and the vision God has given us. Watch the Covenant Living broadcast and connect to our YouTube channel. Consider becoming a partner and supporting our outreaches. Learn about our teaching tools and resources. DavidWeeder.org, your connection for all of this and much more. Hey, that website is for you <laughs> and everything on it. Please. Go over to the website, davidweeder.org, and just spend time looking around. Uh, you know, you just, you just saw about the, the message and, and for this week, but all of our messages, all of our audio, all of our video is available at no charge to you. Why? Because of our partners. Our partners help make it available. Click on the partnership tab while you're over there. Get more information about what's involved with that. And then while you're over there, Check out davidweeder.org slash events and check it out because we've got a meeting coming up next week. Oh, you don't want to miss it. March 18th through the 20th. Brother Jerry Savelle is going to be preaching Friday night. I'll be preaching Saturday night. Brother Rick Reyna Rick is going to be there as well as Pastor Gordon Mueller. It's a second annual faith conference in Corona, California, hosted by Pastor Rodney Kyles, the Assembly Church. Oh, man, last year was the first one. And it was over the top. I can't Absolutely. hardly wait to see what the Lord is going to do with this one. It is marvelous in my eyes, and it's not even here yet. <laughs> so make your plans, make your reservations, make your travel arrangements, and get there. Your faith will be stronger. Healing will be available because Jesus is there. <laughs> you want to be there. You really do. Now, Lynn and I want to thank you for joining us today. We don't take it lightly. We never just take it for granted. We appreciate you going to the effort to tune into the broadcast or 
record it on your DVR and watch it later, or listen to it on the on Apple Podcasts or however you're listening to it. The Go Victory app, the VGN in Arkansas, however you're seeing the broadcast, we're just glad you made the effort to do it. We're thankful. Until next week, remember that God loves you. He's always for you. He's never against you. Lynn and I love you so much. And Jesus is Lord. Contact us at davidweeder.org or call us at 1-800-988-5380.